0: Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are finishing up a book in the New Testament. So we've gone through a bunch of them. We went through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. We went through Acts. We went through the Book of Romans. We went through 1 Corinthians. We went through 2 Corinthians. And so we're moving on here. We are in the Book of Ephesians. And so we did Galatians. Now we're into Ephesians. And we'll be into uh, Philippians coming up. So a lot of fun. This is what's known as... The spiritual warfare chapter. What does that mean, spiritual warfare? Well, spiritual things most simply described as the invisible things, the things that you can't see. We could maybe say that love is spiritual, but there's a realm that's going on that we don't see right alongside of us. There's a whole realm of angels and demons that are fighting and all kinds of things that are going on in this dimension that's invisible to us, but it's as real as the dimension that we are living in. And there's warfare going on there. You see, what there is, is there's a battle for your soul. There's a battle to keep people uh, from coming to Jesus Christ, and all kinds of things happen to keep people from coming to faith there's lots of battles going on and i think if we know people who don't know jesus we know about some of those battles that are going on and can identify some of the things that are battles and that are barriers and and we pray about those things well there's also warfare going on in our own lives those of us who have come to christ and i don't assume that everybody that doing these Bible studies, has come to Christ yet. But those of us who have come to Christ, there's also battles going on. And the battle, many times, is really focused on your mind. The battle is for your mind. What the mind does, you do. And so there are three basic areas of warfare against us. There's the devil, who's real, spiritual spiritual and he has armies he has spiritual armies and demons devils so there's the devil there's the flesh this here what I am in and boy my flesh battles and you know that you know how flesh battles against our minds against uh, what we want to be against what we want to become there's a battle the, the, the flesh fights us and fights us in the things that we want to do there's a big fight there and in christ we're getting better we're uh, overcoming that so there's the devil there's the flesh and then there's the world what do we mean by that the world well in this particular context the world means all of those things around us all of those influences around us what kind of influences Maybe the device that you're looking at right now, maybe that device is influencing you, and maybe it's working against you, and maybe it's working against your well-being, and maybe it's working against your progress, and maybe it's working against your success, and maybe it's working against the way that, y- that you feel about yourself. Certainly these devices, they can make you feel really small. They can make you feel like you're the only person in the world that uh, you know things aren't going well for you. You look at Facebook, you look at Instagram, you look at all this stuff and you go, wow, every family in the world, they, they're all doing, it's like so wonderful. But what about me? Trust me. Uh, every family has trouble and every heart has pain. So uh, we're going to look at some other stuff, preliminary, and then we're going to try to get into that. And I wish we could spend a lot, a lot of time on this, but, but these are the tools of spiritual, spiritual warfare. How to win. Okay, here we go children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Oh, well, yes, we'd like to show the children this particular scripture. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. So honor your parents. And if you honor your parents, you here's the promise, you know, of living living a good life, living, living a long life, uh, obeying your parents. And so children, So at what age am I no longer a child of my parents? So I guess I have a lifelong responsibility to honor my parents. Fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Don't exasperate them. I remember having a talk in the car with my son. And boy, was I going at him. Wow, was I going at him. And he said at one point, uh, fathers, don't exasperate your children. <laughs> uh, sorry, slaves. Oh, slaves! Uh, One third of Rome was slaves. So he's going to give some instruction here for slaves. But um, he's not saying that slavery is good. He's saying the reality in Rome is there are slaves, and you can't get your you can't get your freedom. If you run away, you have a mark on you, so somebody will just return you or kill you. So since you are a slave on uh, you're a Christian slave, and maybe the majority of believers in the first century Rome were maybe slaves, uh, Christianity moved through the slave class rapidly. So slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. Obey them not only to win their favor and their eyes on you, but as slaves of Christ, do the will of God from your heart. Just, be, just do right. Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. Because you know the Lord will reward each one of you for whatever good they do, whether slave or free. So, you know, just do it as unto the Lord. And, and some of us, you know, this is the employer, the employer who's just miserable to us. You know, well, just, just love the Lord and serve the guy and do the best you can and do it as, as, you're, as you're serving the Lord. Now, we should say that at least in American history that some of the slave owners used to read these passages to the slaves, and to, and, but that's not what it's intended to do. That's not what it that is. That is a total twisting of Scripture, misusing Scripture. Uh, it's bad stuff. That's called spiritual abuse. Masters. Okay, here's the same thing. Masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Don't threaten them since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and there's no favoritism with him. So they belong to the Lord too. They say, okay, well, masters should masters have had slaves in the first century? Well, I guess they could let them go free. Uh, but if they let them go free, somebody else is just going to come pick them up or kill him. So finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So we're fighting a spiritual war. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes because the day of evil will come the day of trial will come the day of temptation will come you might be able to stand your ground and after you've done everything to stand so stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist now this is what a roman soldier's uh outfit would look like and he would have a belt well, let's, let's have the belt of truth. The truth is the word of God. God is always true. The word of God is always true. There's nothing in the Bible that's not, that's not true. And then with the breastplate of righteousness in place. So what's our shield? This shield that we have in front of us, the, the breastplate to protect our heart is righteousness. Our righteousness or the righteousness of God? Well, probably both. You know, let's put on the righteousness of Jesus. There's nothing I can do to make myself holier than I already am because he's made me perfectly holy. But on the other hand i can live a good life so let's let's put that on so that when the day of evil comes we'll know who we are in jesus and people will know that we're good people with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace Always be ready to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people everywhere and anywhere. Just be telling people about Jesus constantly. Never stop telling people about Jesus. Never stop inviting people to Bible studies. Never stop inviting people to church. Never stop you know, giving them links and these kinds of things you know, where you can go and listen to this guy. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith. So the shield to protect from the arrows and the swords and all of those kinds of things. The shield of faith. We have faith in God in which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, because he is shooting arrows at you. Take the helmet of salvation. Put salvation on your mind. Protect your head, protect your mind, protect your brain. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Right. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing between the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Where do thoughts and intentions separate? Well, the Word of God knows. And then pray in the Spirit on on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Keep in mind, and always be praying for the Lord's people. Always be praying for people. And Paul said, pray for me, that whenever I speak, the words may be given to me so I may fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I'm an ambassador in chains. Pray that I might declare it fearlessly as I should. And then he closes it. Thy my dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will tell you everything so that you may know um, how I am and how I'm doing. I'm sending him to you for that very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage you. Peace to you, brothers and sisters, in the love with faith from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Love from God, love from Jesus Christ. Grace to all of you who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. And so since we've been loved, let's go and love other people. Hey, bless you guys. Love you guys. Peace, grace. Coming up, Philippians. Love you.